Hey. hey! This is Small But Mighty. With Andy and Sid. In today's episode, episode two, we will be discussing, are we really the same person? Today, we will be taking a personality test. An Enneagram, or Enneagram, or Enneagram, who knows how to say it? <laughs> so, um, today, earlier today, or yesterday actually, we took this test, and Sydney took forever to complete it. Um, You're like exposing me. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, I completed it when she was on page 9 of 14. Um, it probably took about... 10 minutes for me to complete it it took me like 15 also disclaimer because i meant to say this earlier um since we're in self-quarantine in our own homes andy's on facetime so if she ever sounds like distant or weird it's just because i'm closer to the mic okay that's all i wanted to say in case the audio is wacky okay so um, we took this test and it assigns you a type based on a number from a scale. I think it was one to nine. Yeah. So we took our top four types and we summarized what each type is. And then we're just going to talk about how we feel. So me, Andy, my top four in order were types two, three, four, and then one. Do you want to just say like the percentages you got for them? Like the 12.7. Okay, sure. Yeah. So for type 2, I got 12.7. Type 3, 9.7. Type 4, 9.7. And type 1, 9. And then me, Sydney. Um, I got type 2, 3, 4, and 9 as my top 4. And for type 2, I got 12.3. For type 3, I got 12.3. And for type 4, I got 10.4. And for type 9, I got 10.4. Okay, so we're going to summarize each type based on what the website gave us. We just kind of, like, took little quotes because it was kind of long. And we're just going to talk about how we feel, if it feels, like, right for us or wrong, and kind of dissect it. Yes. So, do you want me to read the first one? Sure. Or do you want to do it? Okay. So, type two, this was both of our highest type, was the helper. Feel that they are worthy insofar as they are helpful to others. Love is their highest ideal. Selflessness is their duty. Giving to others is their reason for being. Involved, socially aware, usually extroverted. Warm, emotional people who deal about their personal relationships, devote an enormous amount of energy to them, and who expect to be appreciated for their efforts. Sense of entitlement when it comes to the people closest to them. Gratitude is owed to them bossy and manipulative because they have earned the right and their attentions are good forget to take care of their own needs okay so that's the summary and also we just like pulled they gave like a giant long summary for each of the types and we just like pulled like kind of the key ideas from them and then that's what we're going to be speaking about but well if i can i'll try to link the test below for you guys to try it and then you can see the full descriptions these are just our summarized descriptions Yeah. So, um, I feel like overall, I think this definitely applies a lot to me, Andy. Um, I would say I love helping people. I'm definitely extroverted. Um, I really love humanities and art, 
like my entire life. I don't know if it's my only calling, but I definitely do feel a calling in that area. Um, for me, I said that I agreed with most of this. However, I took like another personality test that was classified by like, I guess, words like the different personality types like the defender blah 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 so I just felt that um this one was saying more extroverted and I was way more introverted in the other according to the other one and I do see myself way more introverted compared to Andy who is very extroverted and also I feel that the like summary for this is very like over exaggerated like it's saying like selflessness is their duty or giving to others is their reason for for being like I don't live off of like giving to others or being selfless but I do agree that's one of my main character traits okay so I also agree with all of that like I definitely do think it's a little um far in one direction I would say I definitely relate a lot to this because I really do care about other people and I definitely put other people's needs way before mine Mm -hmm. um that's not a good thing but um So, um, one of the things that they said that kind of did not resonate with me, with me at all was the bossy and manipulative section of it. I agree. Um, For both of us. I just don't really think I'm bossy or manipulative. Um, I'm definitely determined and a little set in my ways and I definitely know right from wrong. And if people are being mean or something, like I have no problem saying like, you know, like, that's not nice, but I don't think I'd be, like, bossy or manipulative in doing so. I think people kind of, like, can tell, like, who I am pretty easily. Um, and I'm definitely more of a peacemaker than, like, a manipulator. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel no. like manipulative is a strong word. And, like, I also feel like someone, like, would never classify themselves as manipulative. Like, I feel like that's, like, someone else looking at someone would be like, oh, she's manipulative. But I don't think, like... I myself would say I'm so manipulative because it's like, you know, I don't know if I that makes sense. Call you yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't call you manipulative. Um, also something else that I wanted to bring up where it said, um, where it said warm emotional people who deal with who deal about their personal relationships devote an enormous amount of energy to them and who expect to be appreciated for their efforts. So that's like that's literally me. When I'm like in a friendship with someone like I devote a lot of my time to it and put a lot of energy into it and if I don't get that same in return like yeah I'll feel underappreciated underappreciated but I won't be constantly searching for like I need to feel appreciated or whatever but like especially when it comes to birthday gifts I like go hardcore for birthday gifts like they're really over the top and like extra and really cute And then, like, if I don't, I usually kind of expect that if it's, like, someone that I'm super close to or, like, known for a long time. When I don't get it, I don't want to be like, oh, you didn't get me a good gift. But, like, I'm like, I put so much work into your gift. And I'm like, I would love, like, a cute card or something. But that's just, that's just me. Like, I'm not always expecting it. But it, like, I don't know. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt, no. And I don't want to sound, like, bratty and, like, annoying. But, yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like I enjoy being appreciated. I think we all love being appreciated. But I also, like, really don't expect other people to thank me at all for my actions. I think, for me, I just kind of, like, do things just because I like to, like, help other people. And I feel like that's enough for me. You know, like, 
whether or not someone else wants to be like, oh, I'm going to give you in return. And I think just like, because of who I am, like, because I always just like give and give and give. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I forget that like, oh, it's a friendship I should take too. And I feel like this whole, like, that whole section of me definitely is encompassed within this. But um, I don't think I, like, manipulate people into thanking me for my Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And I see, like, I don't know. Oh, this summary is weird because I feel like some things, like, contradict itself. Like, from being manipulative but also very thoughtful. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. But yeah. But I, um, I think we're both very thoughtful people. And I think we both don't, like we're not constantly seeking for like constant thank yous from people because like we think we're so amazing. I just think we're just thoughtful people and that's kind of how we are. Yeah. I mean, I definitely like, like if someone's going to be like thankful to me, like if I have a really close friend and they don't like, they don't like wish me a happy birthday, like, but yeah, I'm like, like, okay, that's that's fine. Yeah. But like, on the daily i'm not like sydney where's my thank you yeah it's like thank me (laughs) no we're not like that that's rude no that's like weird yeah no (laughs) i'm not like searching for people to come and like come up to me and say thank you yeah i don't like those kinds of people yeah which brings us to type three um the achiever do you want to read this one sure i can read this one okay type three the achiever People of this personality type need to be validated in order to feel worthy. They pursue success and want to be admired. They are frequently hardworking, competitive, and are highly focused in the pursuit of their goals. Are often self-made and usually find some area in which they can excel. Socially competent, extroverted, and charismatic, self-confident, practical, and driven. Have a lot of energy and seem to embody a zest for life that others find contagious good networkers, deep sense of shame about who they are, really who they really are, which makes them difficult to really know. Cold-blooded and ruthless in the pursuit of their goals, self-deception and betrayal, attainment of the image never quite satisfies deep need for external validation. What a summary. Honestly. Um, Let's talk okay. about it. Yeah, so I definitely agree with the first half. So I'm definitely really hardworking and extroverted. I would say I'm pretty charismatic. You can't see me talk, but I use my hands a lot. Yeah, she my does. My facial expressions are amazing. Um, I definitely strive for perfection. I've always been a perfectionist. I like things to be perfect if they can be. Um and I care a lot about things like especially school. I really like devote myself to that. And I'm also really good at social networking. I can always find people to talk to. Like um, I went to Chicago. I'm going to talk about that for a while. Sorry. And I visited <laughs> my friend Sarah and I had the most amazing time. Shout out, Sarah. I love you. And um, uh, when we were there, we we're hanging out and I met a bunch of her friends and I definitely like really find it easy just to talk to people and get to know them. And she was like, wow, Andy, you're so good at just talking. And I was like, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's definitely parts of me. What about you, Sydney, that first so, half? Um, the first half, what did, what did I write? Um, I feel that 
I agree with the whole like self-validation thing like always needing people to like reassure me to make sure like in order to feel worthy I definitely need to get validation from other people so I definitely agree with that like that's that's literally me um and I also agree that I'm hardworking, but I'm not competitive in any sort of way like I'm just I guess determined um yes yeah, so he is the least competitive yeah I'm like the least competitive person ever <laughs> Um, no, being competitive literally stresses me out. So there you go. Um, I also feel that I'm not super extroverted, unlike Andy, who is like, I would never just go up and talk to someone like I need someone to like, initiate. I'm not the initiator. Um, yeah, I'm way more introverted. And okay, wait, what else? Here, I'll like fill in as you Yeah, search. fill in. I have to so look to see what else I wrote. Um, we just like planned this out like yeah um we didn't like write a whole script just so you know so um I'm competitive somewhat not in like a toxic way I'm definitely like a competitive in like games and like things like that like cards like I am super competitive like I will beat you in a game of cards hands down like sorry <laughs> um she's a queen at card sorry, games I'm also really competitive at um, board games, like games like that. Um, I used to be really competitive in sports when I was little, like just on the field, not off the field. I think that's stupid. Um, but I really like stay out of school competitions, like period, the end, like comparing grades, not my thing. Yeah, like, no. Honestly, like, we all like do well on some things and bad on others. And like, if I ask someone like, oh, how'd you do? It's just because like, oh, like, are you proud of yourself? It's not like, did I get a 98? And yeah. I'm like, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Um, also, I was just looking through the little summary again. So where it says highly focused in the pursuit of their goals, I agree that's for both of us. Like, we both, like, want to be successful and, like, have goals in mind that we want to achieve. And then I also, where, where it said, um, where did it say? Oh, where it said deep sense of shame about who they really are, which makes them difficult to really know. I definitely agree with this. Like, I feel like with some people, I'm way more vulnerable and open. And with some people, I'm not. Um, But I just prefer to have, like, a closer-knit group of friends than, like, a bunch of people that I'm, like, kind of friends with. And I just agree that, like, I don't really open up to a lot of people. And when I do, like, they're going to get, like, all the tea about me. But I also would say that I'm, like, insecure, which yeah. can probably contribute to why some people feel that they only know, like, a few certain things about me and not, like, who I am as an actual person. I would say I'm kind of the opposite of that. Like, I prefer to have a lot of people that I'm friends with than just, like, a few. Like, I definitely have, like, a few closest, closest friends, you know, like, everything. And, yeah. Like, when I say everything, I mean everything. Like, they're the people I talk to 24-7. Yeah. But I definitely, I love to have different groups of friends who I can, like, be creative with in different ways and, like, be different like uh like be different with every group a little bit so just like um you know like I have my theater friends and then I also have my friends who are like super super smart on Molly UN and like not that everyone's not super super smart like everyone I know is like so smart I'm like whoa yeah like, I have my other friends and so like every group is just like a different group of people who I love and who get to like be friends with me and I get to be friends with and who like I absolutely enjoy and love with every part of my being and I like really don't find it difficult to open up at all like I just like 
if you're there, I'll just, like, open up and talk yeah. to you and, like, whatever, you know? Um, and I also, like, I'm pretty confident, which they kind of say in here, but I definitely, like, I do see that I have flaws and I accept them and, like, I just know, like, yeah, I do have flaws. Like, it's okay. We and all I like do. To laugh about yeah. Them. Um, I always laugh about them. I'm always like, oh my god, I'm so stupid whenever I make a mistake and, like, laugh hysterically about it. Um, I don't know. I think life's more fun that way. Um, I would say we're both not, like, cold-blooded. Yeah, the the last half I do not agree with. Yeah, I just... There's something about, like, the way they word some of It's, like, very about- over-exaggerated. Like, we're not out to yeah. get people. I don't know what it's saying. <laughs> And, like, self-deception and betrayal. Yeah. Like, these are, like, some big words. Big to, words. Like, to say, like, this is describing you. Like, it does not describe me. No. Um, um, this also, whole, like, deep need for external validation thing, they keep repeating in a lot of these. That's so I like, guess that means, like, everybody needs external validation, validation but they don't. Lot. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel that, like, I feel like I am always want, like, validation or reassurance, and I also tend to overthink things, so then the extra validation is just, like, I guess a good way to keep me in check. And then also going back to Andy's previous point, where she was saying that she's a very confident person, which she is, I'm saying personally for me that I don't feel super self-confident, but I'm not sure if that's, like, how I project to other people, like, that I am self-confident, but I know, I like, mean, I think you're confident. Thanks, like- queen. Yeah, no, but, like, if I think about Andy, I'm, like, one of her biggest personality traits is that she's confident, and, like, I know that's how she okay. feels about herself, but, like, for me, I don't, like, personally feel like, oh, I'm so confident and outgoing, like, I, I feel that I'm, have a lower self-esteem compared to others. Yeah. I feel like this whole external validation thing, I don't know why I'm, like, hung up on it a little bit. <laughs> um, I just feel like um, the idea that we all need external validation, that this test is kind of just, like, bringing out, is kind of weird because I feel like everybody seeks some sort of external validation. Yeah, I agree with that. But I feel like it's not everybody's main trait. Like, I don't think everybody goes through the world saying, like, how can I get external validation? Yeah, like, this? yeah. I just don't see that. Like, yeah, like, I think we all like, post a photo on Instagram and we like to be like, oh, yay, this got likes. Like, oh, look at that. People enjoy me. But um, I don't think I really, like, go through life being like, how many people like my Instagram picture? And wait, can someone give me an applause, like, claps for this? And, you know, is this person going to tell me I look good today? Like, I don't, yeah. like, I don't think we all, like, go through life like that. And I think that's just kind of weird. Yeah, and I think also, like, with social media, like, I think when I post a picture, I'm, like, oh, I'm so excited to see people, like, comment and, like, blah, 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 and I think for me, like, I am seeking that kind of when I post, like, oh, like, people are gonna comment and, like, like photos, and I have, like, super good friends who are always supportive, and I can't wait to see, like, how, I don't know, just, that's, like, also with social media, I feel like that's maybe why it's more prominent now more than ever, because, people post on instagram or twitter or whatever and are seeking to get like i guess clout or like validation or whatever but that's not like the main reason for posting or just like going about life i guess yeah i think for me when i post on instagram like obviously i like seeing that like button go up and i like seeing that people comment but i feel like for me i use instagram more to connect with people who i don't get to see on the daily so like i have a lot of friends who 
um, aren't from the U.S. who I just like don't get to see because they don't live here. And um, just being able to be on Instagram and see like, oh, this is what they're doing right now. That's so cool. Like that really makes my day. So and then I'll like comment. I'll be like, oh, my gosh, you look so beautiful. I miss you so much. And then start a conversation and just that kind of feeling Mm -hmm. like lifting other people up because I feel like everybody could use a compliment every now and then yeah I agree and I also agree with that because for me I actually I recently just joined Twitter like a few months ago um (laughs) and it's everything I actually made a bunch of internet friends on there through the Jonas Brothers fandom so Jonas Brothers if you're listening to this which you're definitely not I love you and thank you for my Jonas group chat because they are the literal best. But yeah, like we follow each other on Instagram and are always talking like every single day, all the time, like Snapchat, Twitter, all the things. It's great. We might do, I kind of want to do an episode about that, like social media and like meeting people through it and like the pros and cons. That could be really cool. That would be really cool. Okay. Sorry. That was a really long rant. I don't know how much of that we'll keep in, but if we keep it all then yeah, you're so you're welcome unfiltered you know yeah unfiltered so should we go on to type four yeah let's do it okay so um there were some big words in this so i just defined them just in case anybody didn't understand yes <laughs> okay type four the individualist people of this personality type tend to build their identities around their perception of themselves as somehow being different or unique Fours are emotionally complex and highly sensitive. They long to be understood and appreciated for their authentic selves, but easily feel misunderstood and underappreciated. They are emotionally centered and spend much of their lives immersed in in their internal mental landscapes where they feel free to cultivate and analyze their feelings. A desire to manifest this internal world often leads fours to an interest in the arts, and some do become actual artists. Whether artistic or not, however, most fours are, are are aesthetically sensitive and concerned with self-expression and self-revelation, whether it be the clothes they wear or in the overall nature of their often idiosyncratic lifestyles. Idiosyncratic means peculiar or individual, just in case anybody needed. They are somewhat melancholic by disposition and are under and when they are under stress, they tend to lapse into depression. And rather than look for practical solutions for their difficulties, they are prone to fantasizing about a savior who will rec- who will rec- rescue. Oh my gosh, <laughs> rescue them from their unhappiness. Jeez, that was long and very wordy. I feel yeah. like they could have decreased the we amount could have of words. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's fine. Okay, so do you want to talk or do you want me to talk? Um. I feel like we both have a lot to say about this one. This one, Um, the bullet points on the outline are through the roof. Yeah, so we'll just start from, do you want to start or should I? Um, I can start. Okay, so for the first one, I don't agree where it says people of this personality type tend to build their identities around their perception of themselves as being somehow different or unique. Personally, for me, I don't, like, see myself as, like, someone who's different or unique or stands out, like amongst either my friends or like the crowd I guess so I just don't agree with that I don't know that's just me like for me personally I'm definitely unique and like I've never been um like I don't build my whole like personality around that but I just like I'm a little unique um my style is a little bit unique um definitely and like I just like I don't really care 
that I'm unique. It's just like a part of me um, that just is. We embrace so, it. <laughs> yeah, the whole like highly sensitive and emotional like part of this, um, I definitely agree with. I also think I'm really emotionally centered um, and my emotions are like a huge part of who I am. Um, I love to talk about feelings. It's like my favorite thing in the entire world. And um, being vulnerable with my friends is like the best feeling ever, especially or like when I'm on stage um, and singing and just being able to communicate with the audience and be vulnerable and just like be this whole flood of emotion. can that wait hold on one second you just broke up so you have to repeat that i'll just take this part out where it like broke up oh frick when did i break up um after you said connecting on stage okay um so i love to connect on stage um when i'm on stage and i'm just looking out into the audience and i am just sharing whatever story i'm telling and being as vulnerable as i can and just like letting myself be open that's my favorite feeling in the entire world nothing on earth can beat that and i think just like being so emotionally centered and being a really emotional person like that is a huge part of who i am um but i'm not like crazy crazy emotional like i won't just like break out crying yeah. on the street but like <laughs> having emotions is important to me yeah you're very in touch <laughs> with your emotions and i feel like that contributes to how vulnerable you are like with me and with other people and yeah um so for me I highlighted that quote where it says fours are emotionally complex and highly sensitive they long to be understood and appreciated for their authentic selves but easily feel misunderstood and unappreciated I basically wrote all in caps this is literally me (laughs) this is literally us in a nutshell it's Pisces Basically. Yeah, it's just like a Pisces thing, I guess. I have nothing else so, to say besides this is me, basically, for that one. <laughs> like, from The Greatest Showman. Yes, <laughs> or from Camp Rock. Oh, yeah, love both. Okay, so um, the arts, I mean, I already talked about, like, being on stage, so I guess you can kind of, like, just tell, like, art is my favorite way to express myself. Um, it's always been my emotional and creative outlet. Um, when I was little, in, in, like, kindergarten, this is my mom's favorite story, um this guy he was like drumming and everyone in the class was in kindergarten so you can picture like one kid's picking their nose the other kid's like rolling <laughs> over one kid's like probably peeing their pants like i don't know taking someone a nap else playing tag, yeah taking a nap. like lord knows what else was going on but i was just sitting there like doe-eyed staring at the musicians like going along and like tapping to the beat and so they told my mom like right after that they were like music is going to be a humongous part of her life for the rest of her life and she might do this and i'm sorry if she does because she will make no money but she will be the happiest person on earth (laughs) (laughs) and i feel like this whole like like art just for me has always been that yeah i agree Uh, don't know if i want to do it but like i love it with my whole heart yeah Um, it completes you yes Um, so Okay, we so we had some more to talk about. Yeah, we have like a one. lot more. So what I was saying was for the third bullet point, I said where it says they're emotionally centered and spend 
and spend much of their lives immersed in their internal mental landscapes where they feel free to cultivate and analyze their feelings. A desire to manifest this internal world often leads forest to an interest in... Okay, so that's just about the arts and stuff. Um, And I said that I agree. Like, I definitely do overthink a lot. Like, that's definitely a main character trait of mine. Like, you can literally ask my teachers, anyone. They'll just be like, yeah, you overthink literally everything. Um, overthinks a lot. Yeah, I overthink a lot. Um, and so I just agree that that's true and that I definitely overanalyze my emotions and I like become more, I guess, in touch with them when I'm alone rather than with other people where I can like really think about them like by myself and like get in touch with myself and like in tune. Yeah. Whereas I just kind of like blab every time I feel something, I'm like, person, hear me yeah like please talk to me and then for the last bullet i agree except that i don't feel that i'm always fantasizing because it talks a lot about like daydreaming and stuff um Mm -hmm. and then i said i also agree that i tend to feel depressed or have a lack of motivation when i'm under a lot of special of stress especially if it comes to schoolwork um and i've just noticed that more of as of recently like this year compared to last year um, this year we have so much more work. It's yeah, crazy. that's so true too. <laughs> um, I feel like for me, I don't really like get very like depressed very often. I don't know. I just I guess I never really have. Um, but I definitely like do fantasize sometimes. Like I would love if somebody like just like came in and fixed all my problems. But, yeah, like, same. I honestly, like I know that's never gonna happen. So like most of the time when I'm fantasizing, I'm like. I wish I could just, like, solve all of these problems, and I'll come up with, like, 800 ways to solve them yeah. for, like, no reason. And I'll be like, this was the biggest waste of time. Like, I could have been solving them instead of, I like, know, thinking instead of about thinking something. of 20 different situations. <laughs> um, also, something um, that... Oh, sorry, do you want to go? Oh, yeah. So, something that we were talking about was, like, this whole idea of, like, thinking about someone else solving your problems kind of is, like, we both don't love confrontation. I don't think anyone, like, loves confrontation. Yeah. But we were talking about this study that I, I had, like, read a little while ago from the Pew Research Center, which we will try to attach below. Um, basically, they study traits for men and women. Um, they did, like, over 4,500 Americans. And so the word powerful, which I think has a lot to do with confrontation, um, it was 92% of people ranked it as a negative trait for women, whereas 67% rated it as a positive trait for men. So I think that's why maybe we both don't like confrontation because society kind of tells women, like, you are not powerful enough to confront other people about your problems. Whereas for men, it's seen, it's seen as, like, a really, like, great thing. So maybe that's just like part of how we were raised maybe it's just who we are but i think for me like my version of confrontation is definitely more in like using music to show my emotions and like taking something and just building it into like myself so i can be like you know like this is how i'm going to express myself and i think by thinking through things i definitely don't do confrontation by like screaming at someone but i will like think exactly about what I want to say and how I want to say it before I talk to someone. And I think that's kind of why I don't really confront people at all. Yeah, I I just try to kind of avoid it. And you'll see in the next, like, personality type as to why. And then just something else that I wanted to say lastly about this section, I guess, was that um I tend to 
like suppress my emotions rather than like let them out and then it'll get to a point where it's just so much like things built up in my mind where I just like will like lash out at people and people will be like why are you getting mad because they literally don't know it's just like me getting mad at myself basically um and then something else that I highlighted in that little like blurb of what the personality type is I said four it says fours are prone to fantasizing about a savior who will rescue them from their unhappiness we kind of spoke about this earlier about how we're like kind of daydreamy but not like constantly fantasizing about like someone to rescue us but just like I guess maybe how some like a situation would be improved and then lastly we are saying how passions equal our stress relievers so for Andy it's like theater and music and for me it's horseback riding and we're bringing it up again the living legends themselves the Jonas Brothers and I will go more in depth in another episode about as to why but yeah Okay. okay, so you talk about your personality trait, number nine. Yeah. I was not to this personality trait. So these are the ones where we differed, where our top three were the same, and then the rest from there were different. So we just picked our top four. So for mine, um, top nine, the peacemaker. People of this personality type essentially feel a need for peace and harmony. They tend to avoid conflict at all costs, whether it be internal or interpersonal, as the potential for conflict in life is virtually... What does that say? Wait, I don't know how to say that word. Okay. I've read it like a thousand times. This but meaning... it basically means like being found everywhere. So it's basically, it's like virtually everywhere. Okay. Um, the nine's desire to avoid it generally results in some degree of withdrawal from life, and many nines are in fact introverted. Very true. Other nines lead more active social lives, but nevertheless remain to some degree checked out or not fully involved, as if to insulate themselves from threats to their peace of mind. Most nines are fairly easygoing. They adopt a strategy of going with the flow. They are generally reliable, sturdy, self-effacing, which means to not attract attention, retired, modest, tolerant, and likable individuals. And then also, they don't like change. So, do you want to talk first to see Um, what you view me as compared to this? Okay, so I finally Googled how to say that word because I just, like... I've read it, like, a thousand times. I love reading, just so you know. Um, and it's ubiquitous. Oh. Ubiquitous. Um, and it, yeah, it just means to be found everywhere. Um, I just went and, like, defined some of these words because I, like, knew them. And I just, you know, everyone needs a little vocab once in a while. Thanks. So when we were talking about this, um, I think of okay. I think of Sydney as a very peaceful person overall. I think she always wants everything to be okay, and she never, like, wants to harm others. And I think she's always just like, how can I solve this problem? Because I want everything to be really, really peaceful and yes. good. Um, so I also think she's very go with the flow. Like, she definitely has her um, beliefs, and she always sticks to them. Um but she also is up for trying new things all the time, and she's never, like, shutting down other people's ideas. Like, she she just, like, is a very, very peaceful person. Um, however, she definitely, like, sticks to her morals, and she won't, like, give herself up ethically, but she will definitely, like, keep her ground in the most unproblematic way. I'm, like, the most probably unproblematic person to maybe ever exist. <laughs> 
Like, I just, I really try to avoid conflict. Like, I want everything to be okay. And, like, even if, like, if my friends are in an argument, like, I tend to not pick sides. I usually stay neutral as I can see, like, both sides of the situation and, like, why one person may be mad compared to the other. And, yeah, that's just, like, me trying to avoid conflict and drama. Um, So, I agree with basically all of this except for one thing where it said that, like, usually people this personality type are checked out or not fully involved. I don't think I'm, like, checked out or not fully involved, but I do feel that I'm introverted, and I do tend to, like, I guess, insulate myself, like, if there's, like, a threat to, like, my overall morals or, like, peace, whatever. Um, And then, like Andy said, I always want things to be okay, like, and I don't like change at all. Um... And as of recently, my parents just got divorced. So obviously that's a huge change. And I know if any of you are struggling with that, trust me, I totally understand what you're going through. And for someone who literally hates change, that was like obviously a big change for me as like my parents aren't together. So I'm switching between houses and it's just crazy. And I like everything to be orderly and organized and planned out. So this was a big change for me and maybe we can do an episode on this too like kind of talking about like how that has impacted my life or something I don't know if that would be interesting um yeah and then also we were just talking about this because I don't see myself as a go with the flow person but I guess other people do um but my uncle is always making a joke with my mom and I saying how, like, people who always say that, they ch- that they're that they chill, like, oh, I'm so chill, like, I don't know what you're talking about, or maybe the most un-go-with-the-flow people ever. Like, I feel like I'm so not go-with-the-flow, and I always tell myself, like, oh, I'm so chill, I'm so chill, when I'm literally not. So, yeah. yeah. Sid and I are always like, we're so chill. Yeah. So chill, <laughs> but it's, like, so false. It's so false. We are literally, didn't. we are not, I don't know. Um, I feel like, um, we're, like, the most, like, non-chill person ever, like, chill people Yeah. Whoa! Um, <laughs> but I feel like I definitely think of you as a go-with-the-flow type of person. Like, I just, I don't know. That's literally so interesting to me because I feel like I've never, ever thought of myself as that. I mean, I feel like you are, but... <laughs> I don't know, that's so funny. Okay, and then also something else about, like, the trying to avoid conflict I agree with that but in once again this was like very over exaggerated where it's like they don't they try to avoid conflict like at all costs at all costs why can I not talk today um and I said I just rather prevent it rather than just like doing everything that I possibly can to try to avoid it and if I'm faced with um conflict I usually still try to like avoid it or just stand neutral depending on the situation and then once again like I feel like I'm a very unproblematic person and I said overall I just agree with most of this and I feel that like some points me and Andy may have in common but I feel like this is mostly like this is very hard for me like I'm surprised I didn't get this as my number one yeah I think of that as being like a hardcore you thing same I also feel like the next one is kind of like a hardcore me yeah okay okay yeah anything more to say yeah so i'll read the next one and this was the one that that andy got that i did not get so type one the reformer people of this personality type are essentially looking to make things better as they think nothing is ever quite good enough this makes them 
perfectionists who desire to reform and improve, idealists who strive to make order out of the omnipresent choices, tend to be loyal, responsible, and capable partners and friends. Serious people, they tend to be highly principled, competent, and uncompromising. Excellent leaders who can inspire those who follow them with their own vision of excellence. Driven and ambitious and are some workaholics. Have a hard time relaxing. Generally see emotional emotionality as a sign of weakness and lack of control. They're seldom spontaneous. They have multiple interests and talents. However, they're self-reliant and seldom run out of things to do. People are action, not thought. Or people okay. of action, not thought. Sorry. So, um, I just want to, we'll start from the top. And kind yeah, of like go for it. Way down. So, I am definitely a perfectionist. Um, and I definitely always strive to make things better, no matter what. Um, I don't really ever think anything is done. Um, which I think, like, everything can be improved upon. Except, like, if you finish a math problem. Like, one plus one is two. That's all you can do with that. But, like, for most things in life, I think you can always go deeper and, like, do better. Um, I definitely, as I've said before, I really don't look for validation from other people. I feel like um, just being yourself and loving yourself is, like, the best kind of validation you can ever have. Um, I'm definitely very, very loyal, and I always try to make the best decisions I can. Um, but then it gets to the part about being serious where I'm kind of 50-50 on so there's parts of me that are super serious. Like I'm really serious about schoolwork. I'm very serious about music. I put a lot of value into my friendships and like I'm very serious about my friendships. Like um, it takes a whole lot to like um, break a friendship of mine because I feel like for me, like friendships are one of the most important things. And like, I just, I feel like y like you have to like murder someone for me to not want to be your friend because like I'm very serious about my personal relationships with other people because like I just really love my friends I agree um, for both of us for that one but I'm just not serious all the time um, yeah I can be like really really silly um and spontaneous um so I feel like there's kind of like two different like sides to me that like the more you get to know me the more you see the second side mm -hmm. like the first is kind of like straight laced and strict and like um like hard hard working but then the second is like crazy spontaneous and like hilarious and like the more you know me the funnier I am and like the more you see my crazy side um um I have a little bit of a hard time relaxing because I always like to be going and I don't like to really, like really stop um I always like to have something to do I don't do well with like absolutely having nothing to do like I mean I love like binge watching tv but um I don't like having nothing to do. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, with all that, I agree for you, basically, that, like, you're always doing something. You always have something to do. You're constantly always working on things and trying to be, like, the best version of yourself. And, like, you're always going, like, above and beyond, I feel. Like, either yeah. for school or for music or for just life, basically. I feel like this quarantine has been, like, the most productive thing ever for me. Yeah. Um, I have been, like, doing so much. Um, my friend Sophia just sent us um, an opera, and I've been, like, learning that every day. Um, like, she's, do like, we're in an opera of hers. It's going to be super fun. And, like, just, like, things, like, that I can do to pass the time. Um, and I've just been, like, really enjoying, like, 
being able to just go, go, go. Yeah. Um, through, like, being stuck at home. Um, the only, like, thing I really, really don't um, like about this is this idea that, like, emotions are weak. Because I definitely am very in tune with my emotions and I'm not afraid to express them. Yeah, and I agree. Like, what we were saying before, how some of these, some of the sentences within these little summaries, like, kind of contradict ourselves. Because I remember one of the personality types that we scored highest on that we were, like, saying the same, um, said that, like, we're very in touch with our emotions or, like, highly sensitive and very emotional. So, like this that one sentence doesn't really correlate with like the previous ones that we scored highly on yeah um and this whole like action not thought concept um I feel like for me it's like 50 50 I think I put a lot of thought into certain things like mm-hmm. uh, um, person and um when I have like a project I really really care about like I put a lot of thought into it yeah. and by project I don't mean like schoolwork I mean like something I'm like like a passion doing. project yeah like a yeah. passion project kind of thing like I put a lot of thought into it um but other things I just do like I I don't like think through like if I'm gonna go like meet someone for the first time I'm not like oh like is this a good idea I don't know I just kind of like do yeah like I would never do that I'm always over analyzing <laughs> thinking about what could go wrong what could go right like am I wearing the right outfit for this occasion blah 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 like I'm always I think a lot yeah um so should we just review this episode yeah so basically yeah. the other points that I had written down was that like everything that Andy said and that I was like, I agree with is true. I just like kind of elaborated, but yeah. And I also said that I don't agree that, why did I say fours? What is this? One? Uh, Probably one. Yeah. That I don't agree that they aren't like a spontaneous person because, or that are, that they are rarely spontaneous because I view Andy as a spontaneous person, if that makes sense. Although she does think before she acts, but not as much as I think. (laughs) yes so this whole episode the idea was to get to know us better and we actually had a really really fun time taking this test and it really showed how much we really have in common yeah helped us just like explore each other and our emotions and um we really hope you start to feel more safe in expressing yourself by watching this episode yes and um also just like kind of where this sprouted from So I listened to another podcast where they're always referring to this test and, like, always going on and on about it and, like, how it, I guess, is intertwined in their friendship, give or take. And um, me and my uncle, who who I'm super close with, actually took a personality test, like, a while ago. I don't know what that one's called, but I think it's, like, the 63 personality traits or something. But that one's just basically this, but with more in-depth um responses and gives you like different scenarios like how your personality type would tackle different like things in life I guess and that one I found more interesting and more detailed it just takes like 10 times longer but I can link that one too if any of you guys are curious in trying it um yeah and also this is just fun to plan like when we took it last night and like planned out the episode we were talking for literally two hours about this yeah like it's so interesting okay so um 
we just wanted to thank you all for watching this episode and our last one because we had a lot of positive feedback. We did. We also wanted to tell you to follow our Instagram. Oh, yes. We started um, an Instagram. Yeah. Um, we will put the name in the link below. And before we leave, we have a little mini segment that we talked about in our last thing called positivity. So it's like positive, but tea, you know, like that's the tea. Um, so we decided to include some funny quotes from our brainstorming session. The first quote is about Sydney, and it was me saying this. You are the most angry typer. Maybe that's how you get out your anger. Because she literally types, I don't know if you can hear this through the phone, but like... Yeah, that's literally me. I'm like <laughs> slamming on my keyboard all the time. Yeah. So, um, her little brother, Sawyer... He, like, heard us talking, and he was like, I can hear you typing from downstairs. And it's just, like, so true. I can picture it. Yeah, no, literally, like, um, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I woke up super early to finish a project that I left to the last minute. And so I was typing on my computer, like, finishing it up. And my brother was like, I literally woke up when you woke up because I woke up super early because all I heard was you slamming on your freaking keyboard. And I'm like, <laughs> well, Sorry. Um, okay, and then something for Andy, so this was talking about, like, how she always has things to do, so I said, you're constantly doing something, whether that be working out or making a smoothie, she, I'm like, the health grind never stops, the grind never stops, you're always telling me about your new smoothies that you're making, what you had for breakfast, what you had for dinner, she's always walking me through her meals, and how much of a health <laughs> queen she is, and talking about her salads and new things that she, like, put in her salads, and I'm like, girl, you can just, like, get something frozen or like leftovers and just pop it in the microwave like I don't know why you're making your life so difficult when it can be like 10 times easier yeah I definitely spend a lot of time um my mom and I like we spend a lot of time on food prep I don't know like I'll be like mom I have an idea and she's like let me hear it and then we talk through it love you mother XOXO. Oh, I don't know why I said mother that's so weird. <laughs> if she listens <laughs> shout out to Andy's mom and my mom we love you Yes, we love our moms. We do. Okay. And dads. So, yes, I love my dad as well. And my sister. And, and my brother. brother. Yeah. All right. A whole fam shout out. You're welcome. And that's the, the positive tea. <laughs> facts. It is. That's the, the positivity. tea. Positivity. <gasps> okay. Look at us. We're so cute. Okay. So that brings us to the end of our second episode. And we're so happy you guys have been enjoying. And we're so excited to continue making more. And, yeah, so we're going to sign Toodles. off. Toodles, Mighty Beans, and that's beans with a Z. Facts. We love you, XOXO. Stay safe. Stay well. Stay you home. guys are literally the best ever. We don't even know you, but we just already know you're absolutely iconic. Yeah, okay. We don't know you, but we love you. We do. Okay. okay. Toodles, XOXO, love you so much. Bye.